electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. Macro got pretty boring in the years before the pandemic hit, but it's definitely not boring anymore. The Fed faces a very different challenge from anything I've covered before. The prevailing paradigm of the past 15 years or so, going back to the financial crisis, was how to keep the economy from slipping back into a recession. The bottom line, the Fed would make sure that didn't happen. That's how we got the famous Tepper formulation for the markets. Quote, either the economy will get better by itself in three months or the Fed is going to come in, Tepper said on CNBC in 2010. In other words, it virtually guaranteed that either way, stocks would go up. That's more or less been the formula ever since, until now. As city economist Andrew Hollenhorst put it on Power Lunch last week, the Fed's reaction function is not what it used to be pre-pandemic. Because of inflation, you now have a constraint. Think about what this means. If the Fed doesn't tighten aggressively, inflation could stay elevated because of the huge nominal demand boom that's been powering or really overpowering the economy. But if they do tighten, they'll face charges of hurting growth and the labor market and a midterm election year, no less, where the party in power is expected to suffer big losses. Either way, an unhappy outcome. Goldman is in the Titan camp and now expects seven quarter point rate hikes this year. More tightening is likely to be required to generate the slowdown that the economy needs, they wrote Friday. Again, this is an extremely unusual statement by recent standards. The slowdown the economy needs? But they note with concern that the recent CPI report showed a broadening of price pressures. Four different types of core or trend inflation, like the Cleveland Fed median CPI, showed nearly 8% annualized gains in January, even higher than the 7.5% headline print. And while plenty take heart in the fact that longer-term inflation expectations remain relatively normal, Goldman is concerned that shorter-term ones have been spiking. The New York Fed's last survey of consumer expectations showed 6% one-year head inflation expectations, while the University of Michigan's showed 5%. We could imagine the Fed concluding that even a meaningful risk of an outcome as serious as a wage price spiral requires a more aggressive and immediate response, Goldman's economists wrote, which is why they still see a half-point hike at next month's meeting as a possibility. Separately, the firm has also noted that a growth slowdown does not magically cure inflation the way most of us might be thinking. A slowdown so sharp that it spiked the unemployment rate by a full two points would still only bring inflation down by 0.2 to 0.4 percentage points, even with the economy in recession, as AEI's James Pethokoukis points out. So that's the unpleasant scenario investors are contemplating as they watch the yield curve flatten, consumer sentiment tank, and geopolitical tensions ebb and flow. Again, most seem to think the simplest course is for the Fed to go it slow right now. But as Goldman, MCAM's Michael Darda, and others are warning, a Fed that goes it slow could risk an ultimately much worse end for the economy. Jobless claims remain historically low. Manufacturing surveys are quite strong right now, wrote Mr. Darda over the weekend. Yes, growth will be slower this year than last year, but it is still likely to be well above trend with a Fed that has fallen badly behind the curve, he wrote. He added, to those worried tightening will hurt the labor market and economy, no, what will hurt the labor market is a central bank that falls so far behind the curve that it is no longer presiding over a sustainable business cycle. So I'm not sure what the new Tepper formulation would be for these markets today. 
but it's definitely not the old one anymore. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and to catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.